Hey, welcome back to Brutifully Made. We are still in January and I am in a winter cleaning mode and I wanted to share a little bit about what that means uh, for my creative space. So let's dive into our doodle for the day while I talk about that with our little Wanna Draw app. Give me a prompt. My favorite Marvel character, if they were one of the mean girls. Oh my gosh. On Wednesdays, we were pink. Oh boy. Marvel, Marvel, Marvel. I think I'll have to go with the Hulk. I have a love for green. And um, I also love... um, when my husband put purple under lights on my green truck. So it always reminds me of the Hulk because when I turn those on, it reminds me of the purple shorts that were uh, drawn on the comic book character in the uh, 70s and stuff. My brother was the Hulk for Halloween when we were little. My mom painted him all green and um, he had dark hair and he was just this, oh, so cute. And then she couldn't get the paint off. I don't know what kind of paint she used. And I can remember her trying to like get like paint remover to take it off. I don't know. I just remember it being such a mess. But he was a cute little, um, you know, little Hulk. <laughs> uh, I remember being cold. Like he couldn't walk around without a shirt on. But she painted him green. The Hulk. Okay, so that's that's the direction I'm going with Mean Girls. I don't know what character he'll be. Uh, he's so like big and strong, so maybe I'll have him holding a little dog here. Oh goodness, the Hulk is bad. Anyway, so yes, uh, in the new year, putting decorations away and such, I am totally in a cleaning and reorganizing mode. It kind of hit in between um, Christmas and New Year. I had the time off and I wanted to tackle our basement. We are blessed with a ranch home uh, that was intentional when we got our home about seven, eight years ago. We wanted a ranch and um, we have an 1800 square foot basement. And here in Ohio, it's not really uncommon to have a basement. Um, ours is 13 cores, so it's got really high ceiling. So if we ever uh, get the gumption to finish the basement, uh, we'll be able to put a nice height of ceiling in the uh, basement and it won't feel like you're like in a cave and enclosed. So uh, one of the things that we did, gosh, I think it's been two years ago, is that we flipped the staircase from the entrance where it came into the house or where you came into the house from the garage and you went straight to the basement on your left hand side to the staircase on the opposite side there was this weird little alcove and I'll try to share some pictures to explain it was just like this ledge and it was very deep and it was just this big shelf so when we cut the hole out of that and took that ledge out the it, it was like a mirror image And all we had to do was take the staircase and turn it the other direction. So now you walk into the house around the kitchen and then you can go into the basement. You have a much larger 
I guess, platform area to bring things into the basement. We had no way to get, um, we had this sectional we need to take downstairs. Um, we're going to finish off like a TV theater room down there and uh, no way to take that downstairs because you couldn't come into the garage and make the turn to go down the stairs. It wouldn't fit. Now you can, we can bring it in the house. We can bring it all the way into the house. Plenty of room to make that turn and go down the stairs. And uh, until we, you know, add the railing and finish like the little half wall where the handrail will be, it's so easy to get things down there. And I'm taking advantage of that by taking down tables and countertops and cabinets and shelving to make space for my creative stations is what I'm calling it. Because there's tons of room down there and there's tons of stuff. That's the problem. We have had the girls move in and out and come home from college, move away, come back, uh, move away again. And all of those moves, they've brought home furniture and things that they had with them and household goods and clothes from when they were teenagers and just stuff. And then I have my own stuff. And I can never blame my husband because he did not contribute to the massive amount of stuff that is down there um, because he was deployed and he was gone. So he brought very little into the mess of stuff that we have accumulated over 12 years. It is me and the girls. So, um, Yeah. So we have had, I think, two dumpsters since we've been here seven or eight years when we've renovated the house and have thrown away not only the construction stuff, but um, just things that we didn't need anymore. Donated tons of things, sold things, um, just, you know, gotten rid of things. And so I'm in that mode again. So I have um, been cleaning out closets and I have been cleaning out the basement and I have been reorganizing the basement. And like when we took the flooring out, um, it was like a laminate floor um, upstairs and we had put a new floor all throughout. We did that ourselves years ago. I kept that flooring. I took it to the basement because I knew I'd want to put it on the basement floor just for something over the concrete to give it a little bit of warmth because concrete's cold. So I put that down during the break and then I've been... um, you know, putting the furniture that we have down there on it. And I have tons of free stuff. <laughs> I um, have tables that he's either like found when they were throwing things away at work um, that make great workstations. Uh, neighbors have given me things when they've renovated. I have a huge L-shaped countertop with cabinets. Um, had a friend just give me a third cabinet because I needed one for the little L coming off of the uh, long piece of the countertop. And so um, just that's going to be my cutting station. Um, the only like a big thing I have bought down there is a dream box. Like in 2016 or 17, I wanted one of those cabinets that was like a craft station that you could close. And it has my sewing machine, my serger, my Cricut all of my felt, all of my fabric, like findings, all of that stuff is in there. And it's so full. And the tops are just covered with stuff right now because I have sewn so many things and made the girls and the, the green kids stuff. And I, I I haven't closed it since I put that thing together. There's like a sewing station. And um, 
everything else I've either gone to, oh my gosh, Restore, which I absolutely love Restore. It benefits Habitat for Humanity. So if you have a Restore in your area, what a treasure they are to have to find affordable things that you can refinish, repurpose, reuse, and just awesome storage. There's a lot of like independent sellers around here that I follow that have great pieces for like nothing, $5 for a set of shelves. And, you know, they're just, you know, finding things and reselling them. Facebook Marketplace, of course, is a great thing. Um, but there's also lots of Facebook groups and pages. And I found this out through my daughters in Seattle. It was, they call it a buy nothing page. But it's like a Facebook group and you go on there and people will just post like, I don't need this anymore. Does anyone want it? And you're like, yes, I'd like it. And then you go pick it up. And it's amazing. So someone started that around where I live. They call it a common table. And so you go on there and you join and you list things like, I don't want this anymore. Would anyone like it? And then you just put it out on your porch or whatever for a pickup. And it's phenomenal. And there's things that I've given away on there. There's things that I've received on there. Um, I, I think that that's awesome. So definitely check that out if you have that in your area. I think that that would be wonderful if you don't have one for you to start. And it's just like you just kind of manage this page. And it's not like you're advertising things for sale. Sometimes somebody will be like, look, I have this. It's brand new. I'd like to try to sell it. And then you kind of like go off the site to work on that. You just let people know. But mainly it's free. And it's really neat because in Seattle, they also have another page. And I can't remember the name of this one. But it's like if you need a certain tool, for example, and you have the uh, that tool and somebody posts, I need an electric screwdriver to assemble something. Literally, somebody says, I have one. I'll put this out there. Come get it. Use it. And then you bring it back. This is in Seattle, everyone. A humongous city. And the, I don't even know what to call it. The confidence that you have that someone's not going to steal it is incredible. Like, I was out there with my daughter. She was getting married. And I needed to repair. No, no, no. I needed to um, alter her dress. That's what it was. And I needed a sewing machine. And I'm like, well, I think we could probably rent one. She's like, no, let me go to this page. Someone's like, yep, I have a sewing machine. Come get it. It was in this case. She had thread, everything. I was able to alter her dress and we took it right back. And I was like, that is wonderful. So I love that service team. I think that's the sweetest thing that people were like, look, I have this. You can borrow it. And it's just this honor system. And this is a huge city. And people just bring it right back. And it's just wonderful. So I love those kind of ideas. And if there's something that I run across, like, I don't need this anymore. I don't want this anymore. You list it on the common table or the buy nothing pages. And you can, you know, repurpose that through someone close to you in your neighborhood or your community. But definitely doing a lot of cleaning. And I want to really praise the fact that you work from where you are. I love seeing amazing studios that are she sheds and these like dedicated spaces. I remember watching the notebook. Okay. I've got so many tangents. I think of when I start talking, but when Allie's art studio is like set up and she sees that, that's the most romantic part in the movie for me. 
over everything. I like lost my mind thinking, holy crap, he knew how much she loved to paint and created this space for her and just floored me. I loved that. So I absolutely love seeing a beautiful curated studio I just ran across one that was a sewing studio and I had to like tag my neighbor in it and it's really neat it has all of these vintage sewing machines like on these shelves displayed all the way around and all I kept thinking was like I could have used those shelves for fabric and like all of my notions and you know why why are you showing all of these displays this I mean she had a huge sewing area too but I'm just like, I, I, I could have used that for storage. <laughs> I'm so terrible. Oh my gosh. I, I would. I would love that. So I am turning my lower level that I am blessed to have for storage in sections that we aren't using for storage and for decor shelves, uh, which we have built uh, many of in the last couple of years down there to put all of the different holiday decor and the kids stuff on. Um, and we have an exercise space and all of that we're working on. But I do have segments for my different creative stations. Uh, even created a station for my husband for his 3D printing. That was his Valentine's present last year with a 3D printer. And he's done so many cool things with it. And I'm like, well, if I'm down there working, that'll encourage him to come down here and maybe work on his miniatures because he has all kinds of like military miniatures and dioramas that he makes or his 3d printing and we can be down there together because we love like i want to say crafting and creating together we do that a lot and so you know not only am i still finishing this area for him to be able to like watch movies and to display all of the star wars stuff that we have and our movie posters and we're working on that cool space but if he's down there doing that and I want to sew, it's so nice because we're in the same space together and we're right there. So I love having having that available. But I have a crafting table, which, again, this is a table that was my mom and dad's dining table and chairs when I was growing up. I mean, it, it was it, it was there forever. And um it's now one of my crafting tables. So I do a lot of painting and gluing, creating ornaments and things on that. And then I have my dream box, my sewing station. That's for my serger and my, my um, embroidery sewing machine, my Cricut. And uh, my machine takes um, digital files too. So I can do embroidery with that. So it has a computer and stuff there. And then I have my cutting station, which is the countertop and the cabinets that were given to me and it's wonderful to have like a concentrated place that I can use like my roller cutter and stuff so I love that and then I have uh, a workstation that Brian brought home it's a huge wooden table and they use it for tools and stuff and it had this like cracked laminate top and I peeled that off and so that's another assembly station for um, a lot of like jewelry and I can like quickly clear that off and it can also be a wider cutting table when I have like blankets and things that I need to make that need some more width um, so that station is there and then I got a desk that raises and lowers with electric so you should hit a button and that has my miniatures on it so I have three doll houses on that table and so if I don't want to sit I can stand and like get an eye level so I can like see 
instead of kneeling down. And so I can just push a button and that desk raises up. And I love that. And then Brian's um, 3D printing station and his craft tables are there. And um, just have different chairs and different styles of stools that I'm using. Um, I have these organizers that were, I guess they were closets or um, just independent uh, storage. They have hanging bars, but I have tons of fabric samples from a friend who gave me all of their upholstery piece, pieces, like the examples, the samples that they used when they, uh, that part of their store was closing and they're all on hangers. So all of those are hanging there and I use them to do like miniature upholstery and I make bags and totes with those. And so all of that fabric is filling two of those and they have drawers and shelves and everything is stacked and it's just full of stuff like that, which I love. And then I got two tall bookshelves that have, um, you know, boxes and books and things like that um, from Restore and from a couple other like independent resellers. They, I think they were $5. And um, I have things on that. And then I have this pantry that has a folding table that comes down. And that's going to be a jewelry station that will be able to like, I can bring that table down when I'm working on something, but then I can organize all of my beads and jewelry findings and all the tiny little things and keep that up and separate from all the other like bulk ornaments and paints and stuff like that. So my easel was there and all my paints can go on one of my storage um, units. And um, that is all just organized. So it's just phenomenal to have all of these places that I can just separate everything and find it quicker setting up the stations are taking a while and then going to each station and like cleaning them up and organizing it's funny because i found a, a rolly kit does anybody else love those vintage it looks like um an octagon i guess and it's made by joy um i can't think of how you say her last name from like qvc and she made this thing years ago decades ago and it rolls out flat and it's like a tackle box. It has all these compartments, but then you can roll it back up and nothing gets like separated or lost. And so I'm going to put like all kinds of jewelry stuff in that. And then I can just place it into the cabinet. And I just think that it's the coolest thing. So I got one of those on eBay and green and, um, and it's purple, green or purple my hulk so that is going to be another organizing i really do love organizing if you uh go on instagram right now and even i think tiktok i can't remember i've shared like what i have been doing and where i'm at and normalizing the basement workspace because that is what i have and that is what i am embracing and that is the point of my episode today is that you need to embrace where you're creating right now and daggone it, if it's a dining room, kitchen table, if it's a TV tray, that's fine. If it's something that you need to put away every night and take back out, and that's where you are right now, that is totally fine. You create in the space that you can and you embrace it because that is what works for you. And that is, is enough. That is what is important is that you find it. And you make it work for you. You embrace that because that is enough. That is what gets you motivated and gets you excited to create. 
go with that and appreciate it and share it, you know, tag me, let me know this is my space. This is what I have and it is all I've got and I am proud of it and I will celebrate it because that is what's important is that you've made time to create that spot for yourself and people respect it. If they see that TV tray out and your work is on it, they're not going to go knock it down or take it down or like, you know, what are you doing? They're going to be like, oh, you're in a creative mode right now. We're going to respect that. And that is what's important. And so that's what I want to make sure that you normalize today is that your creative space is what you have right now. And it is worthy of being seen. It may not be in a magazine, but it is in your heart. And so it is on my heart to celebrate it. And that's what I want to make sure that we're doing today is that I don't care if it's one little corner. If that is what you have, make it what you need it to be to give you all the creative juices that you need to keep going. Because that's what's important. You just need that space. I don't even care if it's like one of those little carrying desks, like a laptop desk that you set down and you're creating on. Good for you. Make it yours. Make it important to have that available when you need it and embrace it because that's what we need. We need to celebrate one another in the spaces that we have and in our mindsets, that is enough. And so I just wanted to celebrate the creative spaces that we're making for one another and making sure that in the new year, you make them the best that they can be. You know, you put your stickers on that shelf and on that laptop desk or that TV tray, you decorate it up, you make it what you need it to be. It can be clean lines if you want minimal minimalism and you want things to be put away when you're done and take that out when you're ready to create. Totally fine. That's what I'm trying to actually create in my different locations because I'll get to the point where like, okay, I need a spot to create and I end up on my dining room table again. And that's okay too. But I love having everything at my fingertips and knowing where things are. I am totally one of the memes that was like, oh, you know, I forgot I bought all of these, (laughs) all of this stuff that I needed to create this with. And I have these supplies already. You know, how many pairs of scissors do I have? You know, how many rolls of tape do I have or glue sticks could I find whatever it is so it is great to get organized that way and that's the goal for myself and so maybe that will encourage you to make the spaces that you need in your life to give yourself permission to create and that's what's most important so make your life brutally made with the space that you have and create your studio with what you have right now, don't wait to create because you don't have a space to do it in. Just make that space. That's what's important. Create anyway. Make happen what you need happen with what you have. And get creative. If you're looking for something, post it. If there's something that you need, share it. Let me know. I have a a nice network of people across the country. Maybe we can help you find what you need. You know, let's help one another find the things that we need to make the spaces that we need in our, you know, in our creative lives. That, that's, what's, that's what we need to do. So I love sharing these ideas and where I'm at with you. And I hope that it encourages you to continue to pursue what's on your heart. So stay brutally made 
I will talk to you next time. Bye.